welcome to CW Superheroes, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the CW DC shows, uh, Supergirl, Flash, Legends and Arrow. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, Robert. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is our final podcast for the season. Uh, so yeah, our final podcast for the season, we actually finished on episode 30, so it's a nice um, even number, a nice kind of flat number. So let's head, go ahead and get straight into these episodes. Supergirl Season 2, Episode 22, Nevertheless, She Persisted. Uh, did you like this episode? It was okay. I don't think it was a great episode by far, but it definitely wasn't as bad as the last one. So Agreed. Yeah, because if you listened to us last week, we weren't exactly happy with uh, Supergirl last week. Mm-hmm. The penultimate episode. Um, so yeah, anything specific you want to say with it? Uh, I mean, there was a lot of weirdness with the episode. The whole Superman fighting Supergirl thing was one thing they brought in and got rid of the concept of silver kryptonite pretty mm-hmm. darn quick. Yeah. Uh, that was so much of a throwaway that, uh, outside of that, you know, it was just kind of a one and done thing, so... Yeah, I mean that was that was resolved pretty quickly. Um, did you think the fight itself was good? I mean, it started raining and had some some fairly decent stuff there. It was an okay fight. It's one of those things that uh, uh, it always it's always something that I try not to notice, but I wind up noticing is that uh, whenever there's rain. Yeah, like the fight scene, there's never really rain around the characters. I mean, there's rain like outside of like this weird circle. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're not getting rained on outside of whatever misty spray water gets clicked on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but if you if you look real close, you can see that it's raining around them, not on them. <laughs> um, see, I, I thought that was decent. I thought that at least the f- reason Superman was possessed and evil and whatnot was was acceptable. It was fine. Um, it was something that he couldn't necessarily get around. So. That was decent. Uh, it's not like he was blackmailed or anything stupid like that. So, um, yeah, it it was just a, a fine episode. I enjoyed it fairly. Um, and yeah, better better than than last week, which was good. So at least we don't end on too bad of a note. We land on a, a fairly decent note. So. Uh, it is revealed that Rhea used silver kryptonite, which you just mentioned, to manipulate Cal's senses, showing Kara as General Zod. Uh, so yeah, we get visions of visions from Superman thinking that he sees Supergirl as General Zod. Uh, Kara eventually overpowers Cal and takes him to the fortress, where a recovered Cal finds a way to end the war. Um, anything to say about this? Uh, as a concept goes, it's not that original but it kind of fits in with the lore of the Mm -hmm. Daxmites that they've gone so far being you know that kind of a a warrior type people you know having a battle one on one for everything it Mm. fit you know it's been done before but it fit yeah it was it's you could consider it tropey but uh, it was acceptable and good so um, yeah fairly decent Um, we kind of already talked about the opening a little bit uh, Kara challenges Rhea to Daxum, um, you are an ancient right in which two leaders duel and the loser concedes the war. 
uh, accepted by Rhea. Lillian helps Lena build a device capable of dispersing lead, which is uh, lethal to Daxamite, including Mon-El, because he's Daxamite. Uh, with the approval of Mon-El, Kara tells the DEO to use the device if she loses. During the duel, Rhea resumes the invasion. John wakes up and joins the battle as well, which I thought was good. Because uh, I was saying a little bit last week about his use of character. So it was good that he was at least involved in this last fight. Uh, what did you think of this stuff? It's good. I mean, it's one of those things that they brought back a few returning characters. You know, they brought back Miss Martian. And they had a few CGI white Martians. Apparently, she's not the only white Martian on Mars that doesn't like mm-hmm. how the greens have been treated. So... Uh, it's one of those things that, you know, it's a good sequence of fights. It's where all the CGI budget went to, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You could kind of... I've started to notice that a bit more with, with these shows. You can tell where the budget's being not n- not unused, but saved, I would say. It's not like they're, they have the option to use it and they just refuse to. It's like, okay, well, we have the option, but we'll save it for finales and premieres and special episodes and stuff. Uh, which of course the uh, crossover they probably used a lot of a lot of money. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I thought these were good fight scenes. It was a, a decent way to continue on with the final episode of the season. Um, any thoughts on the characters at this point? Ah, uh, no, not really. I mean, uh, the characters were pretty decent. Uh, the setup was pretty good. So it's just a matter of. Uh, you know, getting to this the conclusion of the story, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Magan returns with the with other um, benevolent, benevolent, um, benevolent white Martians who engage uh, Daxamites with Rhea, claiming she will not stop the invasion uh, even if she loses, which is okay. Um, Kara launches the device, killing Rhea and, uh, forcing the fleet to leave. Before Mon, Monel can succumb, uh, Kara boards him in a pod and sends him away from Earth. Uh, yeah, what did you think of these, of these scenes? Uh, well, again, it fit. I mean, the, with Rhea, they had had her going, you know, you know, full crazy. Uh, with a lot of things, so her saying, yeah, we're not going to uh, honor yeah. that agreement, it's not that unexpected, so. Yeah, she's she's been a, a decent villain played by a very good actress this season, um, so she's been good as well. Um, Kat reassumes, um, yeah, Kat resumes her position in Cat Co., which was pretty good, pretty good to see her back again for this episode. Uh, and Alex asks Maggie um, to marry her. I have some pretty big news on those characters that I just remembered that I need to write down. Um, in Deep Space, Mornell's pod is drawn into a wormhole. In flashbacks, the destruction of Krypton, an unknown faction, sends another infant to the Earth in order to reign. Um, any thoughts on these scenes? Uh, kind of the, my the ending first of the thought episode? would be uh, uh, some variant for Zod, you know, some like Zod's cousin, something like that. Yeah. So a little, a little bit of the sort that of... That would be the um, most logical thing. A little bit of the Lena Luthor path in that way. 
like a sort of main yeah. character's relation of sorts uh, in, in this pod. Is that, is that what you're referring to? The pod they get sent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Cause pod. This, cause yeah. this one's red instead of blue, isn't it? Um, so that must mean it's a different person. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of the end of the season. Um, one L is in space in this pod, and then there's another one that gets sent, and um, it kind of basically ends there, and we're left guessing as to, you know, we get this sort of typical cliffhanger where we left guessing something as to who's in this pod. Uh, like we said, we think it's um, you said some. What did you say? Sorry, some version of like some some somebody along the the family of Zod. Yeah, would yeah. Be my guess, General Zod. Uh, so that would be that would be fairly interesting. What about? I don't know, what, what other villains does Supergirl or Superman have? Because I guess that they could kind of share villains because they're essentially essentially the same. Because they're still supers, aren't they? One's just the cousin of the other. Mm-hmm. Um, to any other villains you'd like to see next season? Because Rhea's kind of uh, done. Oh yeah, Rhea's super dead. Uh, yeah. Not really sure that there's a villain <coughs> that I'd like to see. Uh, maybe Brainiac, they could do a tie-in with the, the Injustice video games. Yep, because he's very uh, present You know, that. maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe has something with any of the other villains, because we really haven't had that many villains. No, we haven't. We've uh, had, to we've, that. We've had a lot of weekly villains, like Livewire and uh, all the other sorts of characters. Um, mm-hmm. So any kind of... I haven't got much more else to say about this episode. Um, so any kind of closing thoughts on the season? What did you like and what did you dislike? Uh, I just... I disliked a lot of the, the hating and the bashing. I really hope they get away from that. Uh, mm. Past that, just you know, a little bit better writing. Yeah. I wasn't all that impressed with the writing in this season, so... Yeah. Did you think season one was better? Uh, I don't think it was better. I think they were definitely trying harder in the first mm. season. Yeah, for, I know it's strange, but for me, Cat not being in the season was fairly big because you know she was in the first season a lot. She was this mentor to Kara, and she was her boss and everything, uh, and kind of was um, Supergirl's mentor. Which, by the way, when Kara uh, goes out the building, she's like, you kind of uh, she reveals that she knows she's Supergirl. She doesn't actually tell Kara, but she says, "Go get, um, mm-hmm. go get them, Supergirl." That sort of thing. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, in, but in with her super three. hearing, you got to figure she's heard it. Yeah, I, I suppose she heard it, but um, yeah, she, she didn't say it directly to her, which is what I was, I was talking about. Uh, yeah, that's one one of the big things I thought was missing from from this season was cats, and tying into that was James. Which here's the thing with James, right? You gave him three things to do this season, which was be guardian, which he did a good job as. Be the new manager of Catco and be James himself, and I just feel like they sort you got bits and bobs of each, and you got a lot less of. Um, I don't feel like we saw that much of James at Catco. Uh, we saw some of him as James, and then you kind of saw that with him as Guardian. Um, so, what are your thoughts on James? Do you think he did he did well this season? He did as well as he could have been expected to do. They definitely had him a little too thin mm. uh, this season. So uh, hopefully, with hopefully for if they do a season three, which I'm I think I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, they got they got renewed a, a while ago. 
So uh, we'll see more of James as like a partner in the whole you know crime fighting thing versus you know having him try to fill too many roles. Yeah, hopefully. Cat can come back a bit more next season, and they can be a bit more like uh, co-owners type thing. Hopefully, that can happen next season. Because uh, yeah, I just feel like they gave James um, a lot to do, but he didn't do enough of it. I guess because they gave him these three things to do, and they just didn't really balance it quite well. Uh, so a, a good season. I did feel like I liked season one better because of the reasons I just said. Um, and another thing of like introducing Superman, but then not hardly having him in the season was strange. And I hope that they include him more in season three. Um, would you like to move on to the Flash? Yeah, we can go ahead and move on to the Flash. Okay, Flash season three, episode twenty-three, the season finale as well. Finish line. What did you think? I thought this was a really good, especially the ending, and we'll get into that later, but this mm-hmm. was a really good way to kind of cap off the season. Definitely, definitely. Uh, what did you think of the sort of returns? you got Gypsy, and then you've got um, Catelyn kind of coming back, the death of Wells. Um, what did you think of this sort of twist? That twist, uh, I didn't see it coming coming per se but i had a kind of a weird thought when they uh uh were replaying it recapping it it's just like where was wells wasn't he on the top of the roof and then we got to the you know him switching himself out for that yeah which was kind of weird but it fit yeah i think it was this was a very good episode it did have a few bits and bobs that weren't quite right but um you know it ended very confusingly as the flash can tend to do because um, they kind of wrapped up the season and then they sort of had this extra thing, which was interesting. Um, I thought the death as Wells was good. They did kind of gloss over it a little bit. I know they had a funeral and stuff, but after that they didn't. I don't know. They didn't kind of. They didn't quite push that as much as maybe they could have, which was which was interesting. Um, but so yeah, what, what do you think going forward of? what the flash could do uh well i did a little bit of a google searching on it and it looks like with the uh, barry going into the speed force at the end looks like they're set they're trying to set up a uh, rebirth which mm-hmm. is one of the uh the the flash comic storylines and so if you kind of want to spoil that you can get into it okay. uh i looked into it just enough to get uh a sense of what was going on. So, okay. Um, yes, yeah, so let's just, let's get into the recap here. Uh, it is revealed that HR swapped places with Iris, leading to his <laughs> death. You get the kind of um, explanation or kind of flashback of that. So that was nicely done. Uh, Savitar kidnaps Cisco and forces him to rebuild the bazooka into an interdimensional quantum splicer. Uh, I can't believe I said that as cleanly as I did. Uh, so that Savitar could create fragments of himself uh, to be dispersed throughout time and protect him, protect himself from the paradox. Um, so what did you think of the opening of the episode? Which is what this kind of is? Uh, definitely it was something that worked. Uh, it's, you know, obviously that's something that he would have wanted to have done. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we kind of spoke about these 
uh, HR thing being swapped out and he's now dead. Um, do you think we'll see Harrison Wells back a bit more? Uh, hard telling. I mean, uh, there's a definitely a good chance that Harrison will be there. Mm. Or do you uh, think they'll get but outside of that? the sixth or whatever Wells in next season? <laughs> you never know. They might just yeah. pull out another completely random Wells. Maybe, yeah. Which I, I'm fine with if, if they do that. It could be another interesting relationship builder for these characters. Because there's lots and lots and lots of Fs. So there's definitely lots of Wells that they can pull out. <laughs> um, Barry tries to convince Savitar that he could be saved. Uh, Savitar returns to Star Labs, uh, destroys it with the Philosopher's Stone, and orders Catelyn to kill Sisko. But Gypsy interferes. She comes back in. Uh, Savitar. Um, oh yeah, what did you think of Gypsy coming back? I thought it was quite nice. I didn't see that coming either. So I kind of figures. Along with uh, the other ones, they're pretty much pulling everybody in on this. So Yeah, because Jay Garrick comes back as well. Um, mm-hmm. Savitar and Catelyn open a portal into the Speed Force. Uh, the Black Flash appears and attacks Savitar, but Catelyn stops him with, with her powers. Do you think Black Flash is actually gone? I mean, this is a just different <laughs> entity that we're we're dealing with here. Uh, so Hard telling. I mean, they can always bring him back at some mm. point if they had to. So yeah, because he's kind of like a Dementor from Harry Potter in a way. Like he's this—he's not really a person, is he? Or, or she, whatever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they could always bring Black Flash back, and it would be—it would be good to. I'd be fine with Black Flash coming back again, or maybe some other kind of entity version of that. Um. So yeah, she kills uh, Black Flash with her powers. I thought that was interesting. It looks a bit easy, although she did like hit him directly. So uh, you kind of expect that to work sometimes. Uh, Savitar attempts to rescue, sorry, execute his plan, uh, but it is revealed that Cisco actually modified the bazooka into a skeleton key to free Jay from the Speed Force prison. Keep in mind that that is now empty. Uh, did you like Jay coming back? Jay Garrick? Absolutely. I'm a big fan of uh, John Wesley's ship, and him being trapped in the Speed Force was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so him getting released was a good thing. So Yeah, it was nice to see him back. Barry, Wally, and Jay, says Jay Garrick, engage Savitar while Cisco and Gypsy face off against Catelyn. Um, so you got some face-offs here. Uh, Cisco convinces Catelyn to become benevolent. Uh, Barry phases through and destroys Savitar's suit before Savitar is shot by Iris, erasing him from existence. Yeah, what did you think of when Barry jumped into Savitar's suit and kind of was in it? That was crazy. I'm not quite sure where they were going with that, but it's you know still cool. Mm. Do you think there's any kind of foreshadowing? Or do you think it's just like, this looks cool? Because it did look cool. So... Uh, uh, I think they were just doing it because it looked cool. Yeah, it did look pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, Savitar basically gets back up and it goes to sort of kill Barry, but then Iris shoots him, so he is dead now. Because uh, it was a time remnant anyway, so he kind of just... Because uh, this is like the same thing with Earboard, isn't it? Because when... Mm-hmm. Uh, who was it? Iris's boyfriend. Um, yeah, when, uh, yeah when, Eddie Thorne. 
Eddie, yeah, when when he shot himself and then um Eobard was was erased, it's kinda of like similar to that. Uh so what did you think of the fights? Between the speedsters and, uh, and everybody? Fights were okay. I mean they definitely uh, weren't the fight that was my favorite this year, which was uh Kaelin as Killer Frost zipping around Iceman style in the city, but it was alright. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's one of those things that uh Definitely can see where they were going with the fight, so not a big deal with that. Okay. Uh, past that, you know, we'll see what happens from there on out. Mm. Uh, as Team Flash mourns HR, Catelyn decides not to use Julian's cure. He comes back kind of in this episode as well. Um, <clears throat> leaving the team in order to find her own purpose. Uh, so what do you think of that? Catelyn leaving the team. I think she'll come back, right? I'm pretty sure she'll come back eventually. They're just trying to figure out a way to make her Caitlyn but still have her powers. Mm-hmm. So. So do you think she could be Catelyn Frost? Or, like, have have uh, Killer Frost powers but be Catelyn? I think they might work that a bit. Yeah, yeah, they definitely could. Um, a massive storm appears over Central City. This was this is where things get interesting and complicated, and time comes into effect. Uh, a massive storm appears over Central City, created by the Empty Speed Force Prison, which has become unstable uh, since it now has no ocu- occupant. Um, so I did forget. So I'm going to ask you: Where did Jay go next? When he, because he came out of the Speed Force, because he was the one that was occupying the space, I would completely forgotten where he'd gone. I don't think he really went anywhere. Okay, because I, yeah, I don't remember specifically what happened to him. Because Gypsy just went back, didn't she? And basically everybody else did. I uh, went back to their sort of normal lives. He probably went back to his world. It's hard telling, but yeah, because he's from. You never know. Was he one of the different Earth people? I think he was, wasn't he? Yeah, Jay was from one of the Earths. I forget which one. Yeah, because there's three. It was actually like thousands and thousands, but uh, out of the ones we Well, yeah, there's uh, 52, I believe, because mm. they were doing the new 52 storyline, so there's quote-unquote 52... Uh, okay. Uh, different Earths, yeah. Um, yeah, different Earths. Yeah, Barry explains that he needs to accept his punishment for time traveling too much and creating Flashpoint, uh, and enters the Speed Force prison himself before he says goodbye to everybody uh, quite emotionally. Um, and entrusting Central City to Wally and the team, so Wally is now basically told he's going to be the replacement Flash because he's the other speedster. Um, so where do you think they go from here? Like, is Barry just going to come back at some point, like, in the middle of next season, and then we do see... I, I think in episode one, we will see some of, like, Team Flash without Barry, because otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. Well, uh, I know, th- and this is getting a little spoilery, not much, but just this is just the basic stuff that I did, that okay. I learned from my Google searching. Like, if they are doing the rebirth storyline then in that storyline the flash is trapped in the speed force and then comes out of it later 
to where it's kind of like time travel in the sense that everybody else is aged, but he hasn't. Now, whether they do that as like a one-year, two-year, three-year, five-year, who knows? But that's, you know, probably where they're going to go with it for at least a little bit of man at a time. Okay. In terms of his storyline. So is this... The the new Rebirth series that all got released, is this, like, the Flash's specific one? Because they had, like, DC Rebirth, like, kind of like a reboot sort of thing. Is this from that, or is it from something else? I think it's more specific to the Flash itself. Okay. But is it his new... Because there's a new line of comics, isn't there, that's ongoing, and they're all called Rebirth. Is this Flash's Rebirth storyline, or is it just... I think it's an older Rebirth story. Okay, so it's just the name. And again, this is not uh, confirmed. This okay. is just what okay. makes the most sense. All right. Uh, but yeah, I think Barry will come back, obviously, at some point. Um, I think it'll probably be before mid-season. I think it'll be like episode five or six or something. Um, or maybe even like, who knows, maybe it could be episode three or two. I don't know. But I, I do think that the premiere episode will be focused on Wally and basically like, how does Team Flash work without Barry, basically? Because everybody else is still alive, and they'll probably... Um, I think what they could do is, if you have Harrison Wells, so the Earth-3, Jesse's father, bring him in to be the Wells, like the current Wells, because HR is dead. Um, and bring in Jesse as well, and have, basically, Harrison Wells, Jesse, Wally, uh, have Catelyn come back in maybe episode 2 or something, uh, and then Joe, Iris, and Cisco. Uh, so then you have kind of that as Team Flash. Do you think they could go that way, that route? Uh, that's always a possibility as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's it for the episode. Um, that's where the season finishes off with with the cliffhanger. Um, so closing thoughts on season three? Uh, it was good for the most part. There are a couple of weirdnesses to it, mm-hmm. but it's definitely you know on the better end of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, with with different Earths and Flashpoint and time travel, things can get complicated when you have doppelgangers and, and whatnot. So that's obviously understandable. Um, I think this wasn't as good as season one or two, but I still think it was a great season. Um, I liked the kind of villains that we had this season. It was, it was a little bit different in terms of you started off with Alchemy all these months ago, and you finished off with uh, Savitar. Because Alchemy was basically, like, done by, what, mid-season, I think? I think so. Um, and then, obviously, Julian just joined the team anyway. Um, where would you rank the villains? So, in terms of Reverse Flash, Savitar, and Zoom? Uh, I like the Reverse Flash just because of the mm-hmm. newness to it. Uh, Savitar was kind of alright. Uh, and then yeah. uh, Zoom was just more you know, silly villain than anything else. Okay. Yeah, I think Reverse Flash was maybe the best one. The thing with Savitar was it, he wasn't really in a suit. He was in this, like, mechanical Transformers weird thing. And it was just maybe a little bit too different. Um, I still liked all the villains. I still think that they've been very good. Um, any highlights for the season that you can think of? Like, things that you thought were really good? Uh, definitely Cisco getting back to being the fun... Uh, you know, wisecracking guy yeah. versus the broody that he started off with was really good. Because mm, of the Flashpoint and his brother and stuff. Yeah, with Flashpoint and his brother. Yeah. I uh, think that it... was definitely a highlight for me. 
Yeah, I think Killer Frost having her ice. What would you call that? Bridge. Uh, ice when bridge. She... I guess would be the easiest way. Yeah, when she's kind of flying on that, that was one of the highlights of the season. Um, but yeah, it was good. So, and I look forward to season four. Um. So should we move on to Arrow? Mm-hmm. Okay, the final episode of the final podcast for the season. Uh, Arrow 523, season 5, episode 23, Lian Yu, which is... I don't know the exact language, but uh, for purgatory? It, it means purgatory. In I think it's Mandarin. Mandarin, that's it. Yeah, Mandarin for purgatory. Uh, so the season finale, the episode that ties the flashbacks back to normal... Uh, and finishes that off. What did you think of this finale? Uh, I think it was a great cliffhanger. I think that they brought as many people as they could into it. Um, yeah. They had pretty much everybody that you could think of. Yeah. Except for, like, you know, Roy and... Um, I mean, even brought... Yeah, Ragman and those sort of characters. I mean, you even brought, like, Moira back. In a, I know it was in a flashback because she's dead, but um, and then yeah, he they, had Captain Boomerang for apparently no friggin' reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, Taylor, what did you think of the episode itself? Did you like it? I liked it a lot. It had a lot of action, but it had good breaks between the action. It had decent uh, uh, character drama between Thea and her father. So. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Um, should I talk about that thing I was going to mention with Supergirl? Yeah, Alex, I know it's a bit out of place. But apparently the actress of Maggie um, has either left the show or stepped down as a series regular. But they have said that... Um, and this isn't spoilers. A lot, of, a lot of websites have posted this, so it's not really spoilers. Um, well, it is kind of originally, but anyway... Um, so in the first couple of episodes of next season, they're going to find a way to wrap up that relationship. What that means, I don't know, is, uh, Alex, uh, sorry, Maggie gonna die, or they're gonna break up for some other reason, because if you have that character just go off screen and never come back, then that's a pretty terrible thing to do. So what, what do you think they could do with it? Uh, it's hard telling what they can do with it, and it would be a terrible thing to do, but I've seen way, way worse. There's actually a character, um, this is back in the mid-80s, that was on a, t- not on, not on, like, a action show, but it was kind of like, like a primetime soap opera-ish kind of show. Kind of like, uh, Passions, but not crazy, but kind of in that genre. Okay. And they killed a character off and brought him back a year later. And the explanation was is that whole year was just a dream of one character. So they basically reset the show an entire. Are you talking about uh, Dallas? Yeah. Okay, that's a very like famous example. So, so as long as they don't do anything stupid like that, I'll be fine with it. Yeah, and erase uh, I mean, twenty episodes for the season. Yeah. yeah, they don't have to kill him off. I can just easily, you know, concoct. Uh, one of literally 20 different easily reasons, uh, you know, job in another city, uh, promotion, just a desire to Family. be left alone. Yeah. That, yeah. But it is a shame, though, because that was one of my highlights of the season, those two. Because um, I felt like it was just done really well, and it was acted really well. And, yeah, it was just one of the best things about the season. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a massive shame to me. I, I don't know how you how you how you feel about it, but uh, Maggie kind of grew on me once they got more into her character and mm-hmm. you know her not just being a a prop, I guess as it were. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, so it is kind of a bummer for her leaving. I don't know if she's going to another show as mm. being cast on something. Again, it uh, isn't. It isn't clear if she's leaving the show fully or just stepping down as a series regular. I couldn't quite get clean information on that, but uh, what I basically heard was stepping down as a series regular. So it's a shame to me. I I really liked it. So, um, but anyway, let's get on with this episode of Arrow. Uh, Oliver recruits Slade. So good to have Slade back. Um, who no longer hates him due to his um, Mirakuru completely wearing off. And it's, he says it's out of his system and he's no longer crazy. Uh, Harkness is revealed to uh, be allegiant to Chase. Um, Oliver, um, Oliver's party frees Felicity, Thea, Curtis and Samantha. Locking up Evelyn. Um, what did you think of the opening? Uh, with Slate being... I mean, he was revealed last episode, but this is more his fully revealed comeback. Uh, it was a good opening. I mean, he's definitely still got that presence of, you know, being just somebody that you naturally gravitate and look towards without being, like, the stupid kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, to me, it was awesome that, that he's back. So, and hopefully he stays in enough of next season. So... Uh, and you can get away with a lot of, like, let's say you have three episodes with Slade with his mask on. That doesn't have to be Manu Bennett. And it probably wasn't at some points in this episode. So, because he is still doing the Shannara Chronicles. Uh, which is apparently in New Zealand. So, mm-hmm. uh, scheduling and stuff would have to be arranged. But, um, yeah, I think that when he does have his mask on, it's probably not Manu Bennett. But when it obviously is him, then it is him. <laughs> Uh, Oliver tasks Malcolm to free Felicity's party, um, to chase his plane in order to, to escape Lian Yu. Um, before separating, Felicity kisses Oliver. Um, how did you kind of feel about that? Uh, it's it, one of those things that if they get him back together, I hope they get him back together. If they don't, they don't. I hope they just don't flip-flop around it forever. Right. Don't, don't miss about with it too much, basically. Yeah. Um, either have it or don't, and sort it out properly. So I, I didn't mind. It didn't. It didn't go anywhere too annoying. It was just sort of one kiss, and then they kind of left it at that. So obviously that's a thing for next season. Um, his party manages to free John, Renee, Dinah, and Quinton. So everybody's in this episode. Who knocks Black Siren unconscious while while Nissa fights with Talia? Um, what did you think of the Canary standoff? It was interesting. They definitely showed their powers being as equal. Mm. Uh, I did like the ending of having uh, Quentin knock her out, so yeah, he gets that kind of closure for that. Yeah, I have to do this for so many reasons. Um, yeah, and then you had Nissa fighting with Talia. What did you think of that? It was okay. I mean, I really wish they had drawn that fight out longer because with the sword fights, you can do a lot more because you don't have powers, you just have the choreography. True, yeah. Uh, I thought it was very good as well, which is where um, Slade comes in and kind of breaks things up a little bit. Um, But yeah, I thought the Canary standoff was really awesome. Um, Yeah, because they both did their Canary cry at the same time and essentially flung each other backwards, so it was very good. 
Meanwhile, Thea sets foot on a landmine. Uh, Malcolm quickly takes her place because she says, no, I'm not going to let you do this. And then he just knocks her off of it and stands on it himself. Uh, I do have something that is potentially spoilery. It's not been confirmed, but John Barrowman did tweet something out. But I'll talk about that after the episode is done. Uh, Malcolm quickly takes her place and tells the others to escape, using the mine seemingly to kill himself and harness, um, which is uh, Captain Boomerang, the one that comes up to him, uh, when he arrives, so you see the explosion from that. What do you think of this? Uh, I thought it was kind of weird having uh, him in it to begin with, uh, but, you know, Captain Boomerang is more of a... Uh a flash villain than uh, arrow villain so mm. it's one of those things that it's kind of weird but it's it'll be interesting to see if they ever do uh any kind of resolution to that off-screen explosion i think they have to like i, I don't know necessarily about going back to that spot but you have to like find out what happened to malcolm i think um how long that will be drawn out i don't know but um, do you think he is dead? It just depends on whether or not he can schmooze the uh, writers to write him back in. That's true, yeah. Um, and don't say they have to do anything. You remember, we went a whole season without getting a backstory of why Curtis picked the name Mr. Terrific. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if he is dead. Um, it's really kind of up in the air for me at the moment. Um if I had to pick a side, I'd say no, I don't think he is. Because I think we'll have to get some kind of re- resolution. Um, Felicity's party reaches the plane, but learns that the whole island is rigged with C4, which will explode upon Chase's death. Um, anything you want to say about that? Uh, I mean, it's... It... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I mean, it's the thing of like him being steps ahead, really. Uh, Chase being like 10 steps ahead or whatever he's been saying for most of the season. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that it's uh, something that he could do. I just don't understand how he has that much resources. I mean, uh, did they ever establish that he had access to his dad's money? I mean, that was the assumption that I made, but I don't remember if we ever got any full kind of uh, confirmation on it. Yeah, I never kind of thought about it in that way in terms of his budget and stuff, but um, it's just been cool throughout the season to see like how Oliver's going to deal with this guy um, and him being steps ahead and all this sort of thing. Um, so going to a bit of the flashbacks, in flashbacks, Oliver kills Kovar and his men reaching the boat in time and calling Moira. Um, it's interesting how this fight is kind of... Um, Next to his fight with with Chase, I think it is at, at the time, um, and he gets like his burn mark, and he snaps Kovar's neck because he realizes that um, his timer goes off on his watch, and he realizes that if he doesn't kill Kovar, that he will just basically uh, stop him from leaving the island, and he has to leave it now. So, uh, what do you think of him calling Moira and her being back? Well, not back, uh, but it was a good uh, kind of callback to the episode, and that would be you know that would be the first person that he would call because you know obviously his dad's uh dad you know was on the boat yeah. with him and passed away so who else was he going to call so mhm yeah um so that was quite nice um fairly emotional 
uh, and she like doesn't think it's she she's like obviously pretty shocked. She's sort of saying like my my son died on the island, um, and please don't call again. And then he like convinces her. So I thought that was very nice as well. Uh, this doesn't have somewhere that it needs to go because this is kind of the closure to the story, uh, and obviously Moira isn't coming back. So, and this Barry really does something crazy. So, um, which he's in the Speed Force, so he can't really do anything at the moment. Uh, so this is a quite a big paragraph I have here at the moment for the final piece. Oliver tasks John to lead the others to Felicity's party and escape while the former captures Chase on a boat and frees William, um, who learns his relation to Oliver and discovers that his father is the Green Arrow. The plane is revealed to have been sabotaged by Chase. Oliver tells the others to run to a ship on the eastern shore. Chase kills himself with the island completely exploding the entire island because it's all covered in C4 and you have a massive explosion, which is obviously where some of the money was saved. Uh, in flashbacks, yeah, I already read that part. Um, so yeah, what did you think when um, Chase is holding, uh, is it Malcolm? Yeah, w William, sorry. When Chase is holding William and says like, if you kill me, everyone else dies. If you don't kill me, I kill your son. Uh, it's one of those things that you you have to believe him because he's already proven to be that kind of crazy. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. And then past that, uh, in a weird sort of way, uh, Oliver figured out a way to win and then lose immediately right after that with <laughs> Chase killing himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was yeah I was looking at some stuff online as well and. Uh, some people said that there's a lot of characters that were like knocked out and left, like Black Canary. She's kind of left, um, and then when when uh, when Oliver knocks out Chase, he leaves him on the floor and like runs to the to the boat or whatever. Um, do you think he should have disarmed him or checked uh, what he had on him? He didn't. They never really established how the detonator was uh, connected to his uh, his life. Right. Um, whether it was like some sort of pulse monitor that he could have hacked or anything like that or if it was something you know subdermal implanted that he couldn't get to so they never really went anywhere close to that to give any kind of resolution for it mm -hmm. but the, the him shoot, chase shooting himself on the head and then the island blowing up was pretty instantaneous so mm. yeah and then because like when when Oliver's aiming his arrow at Chase, I'm like, okay, what's his options? Like, he doesn't kill Chase because then the island blows up, even though, like you said, it blows up anyway. So I was like, okay, you have to get Chase to... You have to disarm Chase of of William and then figure something else out. And then the, the, other, the only obvious other thing was to shoot him in the leg, which I think... I think he shoots him in the leg, right? Um, and this is great from Chase's villain like the way he's the way he's holding William and like creepily like stroking his hair and uh yeah Chase has been a very nice surprise this season because uh, obviously he wasn't much earlier in the seasons in this season because we didn't know he was Prometheus at the start of course um and then he's just become this cool creepy villain and a lot of people have said that he is I know Chase is dead now but they have said that basically Chase is Oliver's Joker. Would you agree with that? In terms of like a creepy, insane... 
Kinda, but without the uh, the real backstory between it. I mean, mm-hmm. Oliver did kind of create the Adrian Chase persona in terms of why he was doing all that doing, but the Joker, uh, I don't know. I mean, kind of maybe like, you know, a side Joker, I guess would be the best way to describe it, but I wouldn't go on to say, you know, a full Joker like that. No, no, but in terms of like Oliver's Oliver's Joker, I think he's yeah. kind of there. In, in terms Speaking of, like, of uh, Jokers, did you get a chance to see that video that I put on the Facebook page? I didn't yet, um, okay. unfortunately. Because um, I'm really curious to hear what you think about that. So Okay. Um, we can always throw that in a, a TV podcast or something. can quickly mm-hmm. discuss it. Because uh, like I said, this is the last um, CW superheroes until... October, I think. Um, there's a, there is another one I have planned that I'll discuss with you afterwards. Um, so yeah, he, he Chase is kind of like... In terms of like the, the crazy guy that has the plans and stuff, that's kind of where I think people were going with that because he was always steps ahead of, of Oliver and the Joker kind of is as well in, in his own way. Uh, but yeah, he he gets William back. He kind of drops him, well, not drops him, but he lets go of him once he's been shot in the leg. Um, and then William goes over to Oliver, and then he reveals he has a gun, shoots himself in the head, and then the island explodes. Um, and it ends right there. So, what do you think has happened? Well, like you were saying earlier, a lot of the uh, sidekicks are dead. Um, pretty much anybody that was uh, a League of Assass- Assassin wannabe trainee that got knocked out, they're dead, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to say if Black Canary's dead. Uh, that's one of those things that they can always figure out a way to uh, you know, ride her back in. Mm. I mean, Kenny Cassidy has, clearly has a lot of fun playing that character, so... Yeah, I don't think either of the Canaries are dead. I think they're both coming back. In terms yeah, of... And like, Sorry, go ahead. And so, it's like I was telling you earlier, off-channel, uh, off it's just whoever they can uh, get to sign and make it affordable, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of, like, Thea or Felicity or Diggle or Curtis or um, Renee, I don't think any of those guys are dead. Uh, Evelyn, you can probably just get rid of. Captain Boomerang is probably dead. Malcolm Merlin, we'll have to wait and see. Um, who else was there? Uh, Oliver's... Um, William's mum was with uh, Felicity in that lot, wasn't she? Because they had the conversation. Um, Chase is obviously dead. Who else is there? Uh... Renee, oh yeah, Talia Quentin, and Nissa. Talia and Nissa. Do you think those maybe come back? Talia and Nissa. Ah, uh, hard telling. I mean, it's one of those things that it's really kind of tough to tell whether or not they bring them back or not. Yeah, so it is it is kind of up in the air as to who comes back, but um, I don't think any of the core team is dead because I, I, I just don't see that happening that way. So we will have to wait until next season and wait to see whose contracts come back and everything like that. Um, so I do have something slightly spoilery, um, but it was, it was tweeted by John Berriman, so do you think it's safe to, to say what it is? I mean... Yeah, I mean, if he tweeted it out, then it's, uh... Yeah. It's fair game. So he has said that he is apparently done with... I didn't see the tweet myself, I just saw somebody talking about it and that. Um, he said that he is done with the Arrowverse. 
And of course, him dying to save Thea is an honourable way to go. Uh, he's done this for five seasons. He hasn't been in all the seasons all the time, but he's been in the Arrowverse for five seasons. Because, of course, he was the season one villain. Um, so what do you think of that, him just saying he's, he's finished with this? I think it's one of those things that if uh, he puts it out now that the season just ended, he saves himself a lot of uh, trouble and hassle with the future conventions that he's probably got scheduled to go and do. Right, Comic-Con, and um, there, was the, there was the Heroes and Villains convention. Um, the weekend just gone, uh, which he was at with, yeah, because I were talking about this on Loose Women, him and, uh, Stephen and Mel were at that, so, um, it'd be interesting to see what he said from there. Of course, you've got the Comic-Con, the San Diego one coming up, coming up in July, is that, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it should be interesting to see what happens next season. Um, in terms of seeing where things went this season, I think the story's wrapped up really well. We had the nice conclusion of the five years. It'll be interesting to see, um, if they do any kind of time skip for season six. because um, otherwise it will just be a no flashbacks arrow from now on. Um, what would you like to see them do? Honestly, I'd like to see them not do any time skips. I mean, I can understand why they're doing... The flashbacks, they're filling in more of the backstory, but I think we've gotten to the point to where we don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's like an extreme one-off or just filling in a backstory for somebody else. Mm, like us. <laughs> you know, another character. Because, you know, we could have Felicity flashbacks with, uh, you know, her early days and her mom and her dad being super villainy-esque. Mm. Um, you know, we could have more uh, flashbacks with Diggle and his time in the military. Uh, there's always those possibilities. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could do, like, flashbacks, but not, like... Not so that it fills in the gap like this show has been doing. Um, uh, what about... So how do you think... Because with these next seasons, we're going to have Black Lightning, which is, is starting next year, but it's in the next season, I guess you could say. Do you think he'll be introduced on one of the other shows first? Because that's how you had uh, Barry Allen come in. Uh, it's kind of tough to tell. I mean, it's one of those things that he could easily pop in on the Flash or uh, Green Arrow. Mm. Uh, but he kind of, at least from what I've seen from the trailer, he is a retired hero that's coming out of retirement. So they could do maybe even a flashback to when he was, you know, doing the Black Lightning thing initially, and then run into some of the characters mm. that way. Yeah, maybe something on Legends, because they have time traveling all over the place. Legends would make the most sense, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, may, I don't. I don't think it will be on Supergirl, because that's the the only other sort of out of this Earth um, show. Because well, technically, Supergirl is on another uh, on a different Earth. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because um, Dave said that uh, Black Lightning won't be part of the Arrowverse, at least not to begin with. I think. I, I would be shocked if they didn't um, put him in it after like the first or second season. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I mean, that pretty much sums up the season. Yeah, but it's been pretty long. I'm pretty surprised that we managed to... Uh, we didn't miss any weeks. We didn't... There was no delays to podcasts. Um, and we managed to do all 23 of these, which is crazy to me. Um, 
yeah, it's been quite the experience, I'd, I'd, I'd say, because obviously all the other shows and... I mean, gaming we try to have every week, and that's a bit that's different to the, like, podcast reviews. Because, um, like, of course, we've had uh, 24 and um, Walking Dead and other stuff. Uh, but those shows are, like, 8 episodes or 12 episodes, so that has been shorter. Because um, I know we've had the breaks and stuff, and then we had the annoying three-week break as well. Um, but yeah, I want to do a podcast in a couple of months and discuss a different way to do this podcast. Because I think doing 23 episodes mm-hmm. of 23 podcasts is just a bit a bit too much, maybe. And what I mean by that is that like, you don't have something important happening in each episode. Um, so I was thinking maybe we could do like episode one and then five and then mid-season and, or, or something like that. I'll think about it over the next couple of months and then we could do, because I want to do a podcast on that itself so that we can tell listeners as well and they can kind of hear our discussion and, and chime in as well. Because um, there's a lot to do, to do 23 um, podcasts on just one lot of shows. I mean, I know it's four different shows. Um, and also just to discuss which ones we want to be covering, because it will be four and then four, won't it? Because you'll have Supergirl, Flash, Legends, and Arrow, and then you'll probably have Supergirl, Flash, Black Lightning, and Arrow. So it will stay at four. Um, so we also need to discuss how we resolve that as well. Um, do you have any off the top of your head thoughts? Uh, I think a lot of it's going to have to wait until we get closer to when the seasons are going to restart and they see how they're scheduling them out on on the to- on TV because mm. they might not do one every single day they might do like two and three or two two and one or something like that maybe maybe um but yeah we'll decide what we do because um, I still want to come back I still definitely want to at least do um Arrow Flash and um obviously the new Black Lightning I, I obviously want to do um and we'll see what we do with like Supergirl and Legends, or yeah, we'll see what which what we do with this basically. But I definitely do want to come back and at least cover some of these. So, thanks for listening to a very long season. We've been doing this season since October. It's been a long, been a long ride. Uh, how do you feel about it? I'm having fun. It's it's good to get back into podcasting. I haven't done yeah. this. Oh yeah, it's while, fun. It's so. just it is a long ride. But because uh, like when because for me like doing 24 or walking dead is like fun but short and then you cut off and then you like come back in terms of walking dead you do eight and then eight it was quite a nice balance and then 24 was just because in the future i'd like to do more like more shows but like shorter run of shows so when you have the eight to 12 episode seasons and then you can fit more of those in rather than because if if i decided to pick up five new shows but they're all 23 episodes then that would be even more stuff but uh that'd be exhausting yeah and i I probably wouldn't that's just an example i probably wouldn't do that so uh yeah so thanks everybody for listening you can find all the other content on entertainmenttalk.org you can find us on twitter at etalkuk uh you can send an email to entertainmenttalkahotmail.com and if you'd like to support all these podcasts um there's you have some options you can either go to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and you can donate a dollar a month or more it's up to you or you can redeem a reward of your choosing. 
uh, or if you go to the support us page or it's called entertainment talk need your support um, and then there's some free options as well in terms of supporting us you can spread the word and do some other things as well um, so yeah that's it for this piece of content thank you all for listening um, and as always we'll see you on the next piece of content goodbye goodbye